Hey, you're here with Brandy Barkwin recording from Lakeland, Florida. Today I'm recording with my brother, Blake Barkwin, also known as B Barks. Our main topic of the podcast is going to be about the Tampa Bay Rays, our favorite team. First, let's talk about the Rays and their 2020 season. And man, what a run that was. First, they finished first in the American League East Division for the first time in 12 years. They won 40 of 60 games in the regular season, and they appear in the World Series against the Dodgers for only the second time in franchise history. A big factor in the Rays' success last season season was their pitching staff. Their starting pitching staff was carried by Blake Snell, Tyler Glasnow, Charlie Morton, Ryan Yarborough. Okay, so that's their starting pitching staff. Blake, you got any thoughts? Yes, I do, Brandy. Looking at the rotation last year, obviously we know what Charlie Morton's capable of. Uh, MLB veteran. We saw what he did in Houston. Postseason hero. Tyler Glass now young but electric stuff. Blake Snell, same way. Ryan Yarbrough came in eight innings, did a great job. But the main thing I want to talk about with the pitching is actually the bullpen. Had a lot of guys step up like Diego Castillo, Ryan Thompson, Peter Fairbanks, John Curtis, and uh, Nick Anderson, who's arguably one of the best relievers in baseball. So I think those guys right there are the main reason the Rays were successful last year. Okay, but let's talk about how the Rays traded both Blake Snell and veteran Charlie Morton. I mean, you got Snell to the Padres and Morton to the Braves. I mean, how do you feel about that? Should the, should the Rays try to have kept Snell or Morton? Uh, you know, it's tough because the Rays are the, one of the lowest payrolls in, the, in baseball. It's tough to keep both of them. Um, I think you got to at least try to get, keep both both one of them to keep the season, uh, you know, have a chance to compete with the Yankees and stuff. But, you know, it's it's just the Rays. It happens every time. We saw it happen with Longoria and uh, Carl Crawford, P.J. Upton in the past. It's, that's just how they are. Um, Morton, I would rather have Snell than Morton. Morton is getting up there in age. But uh, Snell, he's going to be one of the best pitchers in baseball years coming. So it's going to be – had to be a big contract to keep and We just couldn't. And let's, I mean, let's talk about um, Blake Snell's last performance in a Rays uniform. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking game six of the World Series and Kevin Cash pulls Snell in the fifth inning. I mean, what do you think about that? I think that's just uh, utterly ridiculous. Um, watching it live with our father and our and our sister, we were just, I was more shocked than anything. I don't know what the game plan was, um, but watching the Rays all year, uh, Kevin Cash does that literally every time. But I think in that yeah. scenario, you got Snell, probably the best he's pitched in his MLB yeah. career on the biggest stage. You got to keep him in there. I don't. I mean, yeah. He I... only threw 73 pitches, struck out half of the 18 batters faced in that game, and allowed two to reach base. I mean, when you got a pitcher in the zone, you just don't pull him like that. Despite yeah. what Kevin Cash has been doing all season. I mean, he's looking at the analytics. I mean, previously, Snell had it pitched six full innings in any of his previous starts. But I don't know when yeah, you're in the zone yeah. like that. You yeah, I, I mean, I don't care. I don't care. It's Blake Snell um, against one of the the best team in baseball and the best team this year as well. I mean, top to bottom, the Dodgers just absolutely stacked, and you know he's given up what two hits. I I don't. I really don't know what he's doing. Um, you know, but it it, it is what it is. Um, you know, the Rays. You know, happy they got that far. I just think that was a poor decision by Kevin Cash. Yeah, I mean, you got other players reaching out, like uh, Noah Snygar, Chipper Jones, and Alex Rodriguez. They all tweeted about the situation, feeling the same thing. It was gut-wrenching to watch. I mean, it is what it is. 
Hill's with the Padres now. Happy for him. Hope to see him ball out over there. Yeah, uh, it's just it is it is. Let's just move on from that. It just it still hurts to talk yeah. about. Um. So even with the loss of Snell and Warren, the Rays gained former uh, Tampa Bay Ray Chris Archer. I mean, he pitched seven seasons for the Rays back in 2012 to 2018. I mean, he suffered an injury, but he's back. I mean, he commented on the trade saying he loves the environment of the Rays and thinks that the Rays pitching staff is at their peak. You got any thoughts on Archer back with the Rays? Yeah, I mean, they're definitely not at their peak. You know, I love this. You know, I see trying to bring the positive vibes over to Tampa Bay, but I'm looking at the projected rotation right now with some guys they got. It's looking like Tyler Glass now, Rich Hill, who's, you know, an absolute veteran. He's like 70 years old. Chris Archer, Ryan Yarbrough, Michael Walker, Andrew Kintridge. That's just that's just like a whole – it's almost two letter grades down. You know, last year was probably an A, and this year it's probably a C, maybe even uh, – I'd say it's like a C on the grade scale. Glass now, you know, he's legit. Hill, Archer, mm-hmm. uh, it's, you know, it's here and there. Uh, Ryan Yarbrough I like. Michael Walker never really figured it out with the Cardinals. It's just the uh, We also gained we gained uh Luis Patino from the Padres. Yeah, he's just another he one. Could be an asset. Yeah, it's just another. It's just another arm. Yeah, it's just another arm. I just don't see I just don't see any of those guys being able to compete with, you know, the Yankees lineup or even the Blue Jays lineup now. The both um both teams got better. I just don't see it. Okay, so let's talk about offensively. I mean, the Rays have never been like that big powerhouse. They scrapped together. We got the return of Brandon Lau, a key player throughout the regular season. You know, he produced a pretty good average of 350. May have struggled in the offseason, I mean, postseason a bit. But he was a key factor in the Rays. And then you still got the return of Yandy Diaz, G-Man Chow, Willie Adames, Kevin Kiermaier, Randy Arizano. Any thoughts? Uh, Yeah, I mean... It's just, again, like you said, they don't, they never been able to get that star player. And looking at the, the lineup, you know, it's kind of amazing how this lineup, because it's basically the same lineup as last year. Um, yeah. It's kind of amazing how they kind of just pieced everything together. Um, you know, a lot of guys coming off the bench, like, um, like Yanni Diaz didn't play every day, but, you know, he'd get a start here and there. He got um, Austin Meadows was struggling a bit. Lau struggling in the postseason. And Rosarina came up. You know what he did. Uh, G-Man Choi. It's just, you know, it's just a, I'm not the biggest fan of Kevin Kiermaier. I mean, defensively, I like Yeah, him, defensively, yeah. I'm looking at the projected stats here for the 2021 season, and nobody's projected to hit over 300. And nobody's projected to have over – 30 homers or 100 RBIs, which is rare for a team. You know, a team usually has at least one guy who has over 30 homers or 100 RBIs, 90 RBIs even. And the Rays don't have anybody. And nobody's even near projected to hit 300. Doesn't mean they won't. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, you don't got players like Mike Trout or Fernando uh, Tatis on the Rays. But let's talk about the Rays have the number one MLB overall prospect, Wernero Franco. I mean, he's not in the 40-man lineup uh, for spring training right now, but could you see him getting pulled up? Uh, Wanda Frank, I, yeah, I mean, I've been I've been waiting for his, you know, debut for years. I'm pretty sure he's been with the Rays since he was, like, 15 or 16. Um, 
I think I think now's the time. Just, just I mean, uh, he actually hit a home run in spring training the other day. I don't know if you I saw, saw that. that. Yeah. Um, and he said they they can't find the ball. He launched that thing. Yeah, he hit it a country mile. I mean, he's been the number one ranked prospect, I think, for the past three years. Um, so that's how you know he's never, you know, he's never wavered. He's never gone down. He's stayed the same. Switch hitter, you know, middle infielder. You know, he has every tool. Um, most hype prospect in a while uh, since the Trout-Harper deal. Um, it's just, I think now's the time. You got you got Adamus penciled in there now. Um you know, maybe he he could play second base. I know you got Lau there, but Lau could play a little outfield. I think I think you just gotta you gotta you gotta have some spark. Um, you know, you got a Rose Arena coming back for a full year, but um, I think I think we got to give him a shot. Definitely, if not this year, definitely next year. Yeah, I feel the same. I mean, he's only twenty years old. There's gonna be a lot of big things coming for him. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about a Rose Arena postseason run, man. 10 home runs, 14 RBIs, and only 20 playoff games. I mean, quarantine did him well. I think I'm expecting at least to, for him to be one of the top hitters for the Rays. Yeah, Rosarina, I remember texting a grandfather during the regular season. It was like one of his first or second game. I was like, are we serious? Who is this guy? Why do we, you know, like, what is he doing on the team? And then obviously we saw what he did in the postseason, just breaking every record known to man, just – just hitting the ball, just everywhere, clutch homers, clutch hits, just ev- he did everything. Um, and he's going to be penciled in in the middle of the order this year. He's going to, you know, we expect big things from him. He has to be that guy in the three, four, two hole, wherever Kevin Cash places him. Yeah. Um, the thing I'm worried about is not having protection behind him, um, which has been a which has been a a thing of the past for the Rays with Longor- people like Longoria who never had. A true four hitter behind them because right now it's D Man Choi, and if I'm a if I'm a manager for another team, I'm pitching I'm pitching around a Rosarina and I'm taking my chances with Choi. So I think you know it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's obviously it's gonna be tough for him to put up the same numbers he did in the postseason throughout a whole 162 game season. But you know I like him. I like him penciled in the lineup. You know he plays hard, plays with a lot of passion, and you know we'll see what he can do. Yeah, so, I mean, let's wrap this up. The Rays, not the te- same team from last year. Pitching's weaker. You still got the same lineup, but the Rays never really were that big offensive team. Definitely not going to place top in the division. But I'm seeing a shot for the wild card, maybe. I mean, that's what I predict for the Rays. I mean, I'm a I'm a Rays fan for life, so I'm excited to see them play, you know. Quarantine, baseball, whole COVID thing. Hopefully wanting to attend some games. The Rays are one of the few teams undetermined about fans. But I think fans should be an option. Socially distanced, of course. And probably a minimum capacity. Any thoughts? Any final thoughts for this podcast? Yeah, I mean, just to wrap up, you said you're feeling possible wild card. I'm looking at the the Rays bread and butter last year was pitching. And, you know, we're losing two of the top on. Yeah. In, the thing, in the rotation, but the bullpen still looks solid. Nick Anderson, uh, like I said, arguably one of the best relievers in baseball. Um, we got Chaz Rowe back, Peter Fairbanks, Colin McHugh, uh, former Astro. Uh, it's just the the bullpen. I like the bullpen. The rotation is just it's just eh. See what Glasnow can do. He's gonna have to step up as the number one. But obviously, we're not touching the Yankees. 
but I'm worried about, you know, teams like the the Blue Jays who added just a, a bunch of bats and some pitching who are right now on, on the on Roto Champs are projected the same record as the Rays, 86 and 76. So the wild card, it, it's, a, you know, it's a stretch. Um, definitely not getting the the division, definitely not taking the division this year. But wild card, maybe the second wild card, it's just a lot of teams got better. You know, the Angels, Twins, A's uh, are all teams always who are always in the wild card hunt. Um, we got the White Sox this year. Well, I mean, the game, of, the game of baseball, you just never really know what team pops out. It's going to be interesting to see. Excited for the game to be back. It's been a long time. Yeah, you never know who can who can surprise like the Marlins last year. But this yeah. is a full this is a full season. It's not sixty games, so you know That's who true. knows if the Rays were to play one hundred sixty two games last year, they might not even won the division. You know, because you never know with injuries and teams. Yankees, I mean, just they're absolutely stacked. They can they can afford one hundred sixty two game season. They can afford some injuries. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I just I'm definitely not feeling the same uh, success as last year, but I think they could still make a run and all you got to do is get in the postseason, you know, and things can happen as we saw yet last year. So. Yeah. Baseball's a crazy game. Well, Blake, I thank you for uh, recording this with me. It was fun. Yeah. Thank you for having me.